Hello, welcome to Black Cap Recap, where two bald guys wear black ball caps and dive into the deeper meaning of movies, TV, and media. We're your co-hosts, Sean McCannelly and Aaron Russo. This is a conversation between two friends, and we hope that you enjoyed as much as we do. And part of that's that it took... It it was like two years between seasons, basically, or a year and a half. Like it didn't have a cadence of every what is it? Every fall was Game of Thrones, and then also just like COVID again breaks everything. Like West or Game of Thrones was a water cooler Monday morning. Hey, oh my gosh, did you see that last night? Which like everyone's in an office or like yeah. mingling socially, and everyone would watch on Sunday night and talk about it on Monday morning at. It was, it was, it was, and like when nobody's working, the most widespread, yeah, like, right, you could divide the whole world into who watches Game of Thrones and who doesn't. And I'm, I'm catching up on it, but and I'm only in season two, but like, it's, it is its own league of like the interweaving dialogue and like what's going on and like how the plot unfolds and like just the intricacy of how it's put together is a masterclass. Like, right. It is so, it's such a, everyone's on their game with the ensemble. Everyone's like unreliable narrators. Like everyone has understandable and relatable motivations. You're like, okay, well I see where he's coming from. Oh, I also see like the clashes right. with this other person, but I also kind of see where they're coming from too. And it's like, it's very ambiguous. And it's like, I can't really tell who's a good guy and bad guy here. Like everyone has their reasons for doing stuff and it just is what it is. The difference know? between Game of Thrones and Someone's just about Joffrey. anything Everyone else Joffrey. <laughs> is that it's almost entirely based on the source material. Yeah. Whereas Westworld is very loosely based on something that has nothing to do with what they're well, yeah. doing. Yeah, I mean, season one is the same right premise of like the robots get out of control of this park. Yeah, That's but basically I mean, it. from what I've seen of the movie, it's far from... It's a far cry from that. Right. Really, in the show, in the movie, there's just this one robot, Yul Brenner's robot, who's like more like Terminator. Like he's just. This, Is he kind of like Maeve? <coughs> and then he's, yeah, like, he's just like he becomes self-aware, like or he just like he's breaks. like a Boba Fett, Clint Eastwood right. character who's just like seems to be the only robot who's like a threat to humans. Like not listening, but you don't, yeah. So like yeah, they just hung like they it's, like the it's, thinnest it's, premise. Like it had to call it Westworld because so it would be considered loosely based on yeah. the premise of the movie, but that's about it. But Game of Thrones is literally right a faithful a, until they ran an out of source material. of <laughs> volumes of source right. material, which existed you know fifteen years which, before. But I've I've listened I've listened I've paid attention enough to know that it is also in many ways very very different from the books. Okay. Um, Plus, they didn't finish the series, which they had to finish the show, right? Yeah, that's the, other the thing. weirdest thing. Like, the, season like, nine or whatever. The last season of Game of Thrones was not... The last season, which was universally regarded... They had run out the books, right? show. Because they had run out of material. Right. And, and, he, like, and we it need was to so confusing, because like, he, he had, like, I don't know, the last book has been yeah. taking, like... Yeah. There's, that's, like, the random joke, because it's like, he's never going to write it, yeah, at this point. Yeah, which is a weird dynamic for... Right. It's like, well, we're just going to finish the show... Um, Here's our take. And he wasn't like, and apparently he wasn't like, oh yeah, that's definitely what I had in mind. Or like, here, like, 
let me write, I'll finish the book based on what you guys come up with, like, or together we'll come up with this last story and you can put it on screen and then I'll write it out and flesh it out. He it was like, has it. right. It's like, they're just going to do their own thing without any input from him, even though they asked for it, but he won't give it, but he also won't tell them what to do. <laughs> it's like, the, uh, I, you kind of feel for him, but it's like, dude, like, <laughs> I don't think anything, you had time, you had 10 years to write the book. The, right? the closest thing to Game of Thrones, I guess. I don't think there's anything, anything that's really even come close to Game of Thrones since Game of Thrones. Since it's like heyday. Because it like... Right. It, since it, 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 it dropped finished. off the last two seasons, maybe. Right. Although I, the, the build-up to the last season was pretty... I mean, that was hard to So Because it was like, what, 2011? And it just ran every year for like... Until like 2020, right? Because it, it ended in... I feel like it ended either right before COVID or right in COVID. Or did... Did COVID like interrupt? It ended the production. It ended of the last before season? COVID. Right before, okay. I'm pretty sure. Yes, it did. Right, eight seasons, 2011. It 2019. ended before COVID. Yeah, barely. Barely, kind of like Star Wars, like Rise yeah. of Skywalker came out just in time. And ever since then, there's never. I haven't. There's right. nothing. Maybe the closest thing to like something that might be like that, just in terms of like visibility, might be Stranger Things, just because. Like it seems to Yeah, people surface. are talking about that. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I couldn't finish. I tried to watch season four of Stranger Things and... Oh, I haven't even seen any of it. It's on the list, but... Me. I couldn't finish it. Hmm. <coughs> and it's all done? I think that... Or at least this fourth season. I think there's supposed to be a fifth season. Right? season. Oh. But it definitely feels to me like they're just stringing out the, hmm. the genre and the characters and just yeah. it doesn't have a compelling... And it's just really, I'm starting to feel like it's just really for, not for my age. <laughs> not for your age. <laughs> and it's really actually kind but of it's dumb. Ironically though, because it's like your era, right? It's like the 80s. Yeah, which I love the nostalgic feel of it, but like. It's but it's like for Gen Z. So it's like, it's part of that like resurrection of like 80s, 90s culture that Gen Z is all about, like. Like, the style these days is, like, Saved by the Bell style. Right. <laughs> I noticed. Like, like, all the girls okay. have the mom jeans and, like, the boys have, like, the neon. Like, I saw so many mullets this summer of, like, 20, like, 16 to 20-year-old boys. Oh, yeah. With, like, mullets and, like, the bright neon, like, hats backwards and, like, the acid wash jeans. And, like, I'm like, this is, like, Baywatch. <laughs> like, Whatever. this is crazy. Whatever shows up on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. I'm like, because when I was in high school, kind of the 70s was coming back. Like, the shaggy hair and, like semi bell bottom pants and like kind of the hippie look a little bit like the post like the like the mid 70s hippie kind of look right was kind of back coming back not for the girls but for like the boys like the shaggy long hair like that that was kind of coming back <laughs> and now yeah or i mean but westworld has not fulfilled its prophesied right but what's it, weird so what's weird about the streaming era like we've talked about before is like so people, like, even before that, though, like, people subscribe to HBO through their cable package. It's premium cable. And HBO would acquire these properties or develop these properties and air them on their station in order to keep people subscribed to their service and attract new subscribers. Because if they have, like, this must-watch thing, people are like, oh, I guess I'll take the plunge and sign up for this now because right. like I'm going to miss out on Game of Thrones if I don't have an HBO subscription and now it's even easier than ever to get HBO because of HBO Max but it's like like just like with Disney Plus like everyone who's paying 
if you have everybody in the country paying $8 a month for a Disney Plus, like, you don't get more money out of those people for making more things. Like, if you, if you deliver one show a year, one big show a year, or maybe two, but if you double that to four, everyone's going to stay subscribed year-round, no matter whether you do two or four, but now your costs have doubled, right? So it's like, I don't, you know, how do you squeeze more? As, as, once you reach the limits of, like, okay, we've saturated the market, everybody... Everybody who's ever going to get Disney Plus has it at this point. Like, who is left to get it? Right. And how much more money is that going to add on the margin versus, like, the marginal cost of producing all this new stuff and, like, delivering this pipeline? If those two things don't match, then they have to, like, yeah, then maybe there is this weird constraint of, like, ironically, they have to be really, really tight with the budget because... Well, I think they're that They're squeezing a little bit of money out of every household, but it's, like, just not enough to, like, drop these huge... Like or there's just risk right. I mean, too. If, if they if they if let's say Westworld did become the next Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. then that would have probably attracted new subscribers or returning subscribers. Right. Like if you if you put out the next Game of Thrones on any stream, whatever streaming service it ends up on, you might get that boost. Right. You might get more subscribers. I was just reading an article today talking about Netflix and how because Netflix's stock has like bottomed out like it's lost yeah. all kinds of value right because they all oh, those changes they're announcing and like they just make well, two, but this article two seasons of shows was, and cancel them and then the article was saying like that's actually probably exactly basically the gist of the article was that this is just Netflix becoming what Netflix actually is which is just a media company they're not a tech company they're just a right. media company. Yeah. They have no other arm or tentacle. Well... They produce content... Well, which they, they didn't used to. Like, they transform... Like, they're becoming their own worst enemy in the sense that, like, they started as the way... They were the way to deliver all the things other people made to you easily through a DVD and then to streaming. Right. And, like, since they were the only player in town, everybody was coming to them with great offers of, like, please... Like, here's our catalog. Please get it to your customers and we'll pay you for it. And then it's, like, Netflix... Then they're all, like hey, you guys are doing cool. Like, we're going to do our own version of that, right? So Disney's like, oh, we don't need to get Disney stuff on Netflix. We're going to make Disney+. Plus. So then right. Netflix is like, they saw ahead of time, and they were like, okay, well, the only way to survive the next phase is we got to make our own stuff. And then, <coughs> But they went but for a quantity the, over quality. But that's the only thing that Netflix <laughs> And now the, all they do is make Netflix well, original stuff. All they do is and it's cheap. put original content and existing content on their platform and stream it out. Yeah. Whereas a company like Disney or Apple, right, their streaming service is one part of right. a giant, yeah. you know... Empire. Right, like... Disney has all the parks, the cruise ships, everything. Yeah, like yeah, they have film. a whole yeah. thing. And Apple's obviously... Whereas Netflix <laughs> is just yeah. a media company. They don't sell devices. And they're not like a movie studio where they... Like, they green light... Like filmmakers or whatever studios. They are a studio. But I mean, they. But they're I don't not. think they own any of that stuff. They just like license or they like make agreements with people they're who like are a, like. They're like a studio in the They're sense like, hey, we'll give you money. You make. Like, you make your stuff and then we'll put it on our platform. But they don't like. I think they, they fund it. Right, they fund it, but they're not like. It's not like. They're not like Lucasfilm or not like Universal Studios. They are like 20th Century Fox where they like distribute and own like they own it 
finance it. Well, I think it's very it, similar then, to the relationship that 20th Century Fox had with George Lucas. Yeah. It's like, or like what, what Disney had with Pixar before they actually yeah. bought Pixar. Yeah. Pixar was its own creative mm-hmm. entity, and Disney was the distributor. Right. And eventually Pixar was like, we don't Just need, like Disney's it. taking its, <coughs> you know, 50% or like take, Disney's taking its pound of flesh, but we don't see what you're bringing to it. I was just reading that in that George Lucas biography with like George Lucas was like, he was so mad at Fox after Star Wars in New Hope. He was like, like they, he was forced to use their financing and like their terms and the first deal. And he's like, you, if we're 50, 50 on this, I did all of the work and you did nothing. Like, all you did was risk money that which you could have made up anywhere else and it's like I where is he yeah I'm bearing all the downside risk of my career it just <coughs> flops and all you do is just write it off for a tax write off and then make it up on some other thing but like you don't deserve like what you're not putting anything of value into this deal and they would say well we are the money like the 10 million dollars to make this movie that you don't have fair enough but like you know but like yeah, that whole studio well, system. He then, would, then he opted out. They, then they self financed Empire. They accidentally it. funded. Yeah. The movie that ended their stranglehold. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, yeah, he used his American Graffiti money plus and plus Star Wars to fund Empire self to self fund it, and that started the snowball that became right. like the entire Empire. Right. Um, but like he had to break that stranglehold. You know, he's forced to go into for Star Wars to get that to to get get that movie made. <laughs> But I think I think that was never the beginning. Again. <laughs> that was those were the roots and yeah. the beginning yeah. of what we have now, mm-hmm. which is that now like the creative people and even the actors and are becoming more and more. You know, you have all these people who are now directors and producers and actors and writers independently doing whatever the hell they want. Like mm-hmm. no one seems really beholden to these studios. But they're beholden to Are you holding to like the... the next phase will be when these creators are able to widely distribute their content to the masses directly and not even need a streaming platform. They'll be like Hey guys You'll always need a platform. Go to well go to like ChrisHemsworth.com and you can watch the latest movie I just made. Yeah. Right. You don't need to like make a deal with Netflix for it to be on Netflix, right? Like we, we could be to the point where like it's instead of direct, it's a like direct it's direct to the consumer. It's it's almost like a creator like to like Patreon or like a Patreon like where right. you like the artists go directly to the people through the internet, through streaming and whatever, and like you yeah. kind of like you transform like an Instagram or something where it's like instead of following a TikToker with thirty second videos, you follow. Like your favorite filmmaker, producer, actors, like there are like this constellation. You could have these like communities of like, just like with Star Wars, you had Coppola and and Spielberg and Lucas, like this like the like San Francisco guys, right from USC. They were like trying to do their own thing, and you could have like this outside the studio system, or even outside at this point Netflix, because like at some point these people are gonna be like, do we really need Netflix when they take forty percent to put it on Netflix? Like, is that a good deal for us anymore? When we have our own audience, like, people are following these acclaimed directors. I would imagine that the guy that made, that makes, um, is it Key or Peel? One of the, Jordan Peel? Oh, Jordan Peel, yeah. I feel like that guy could, he, he could go directly to, like, 
anything that he's going to make people go to wherever he's going to like wherever right. they're streaming it they're going to go to watch it because of him so he could just be like I'm going to set up jordanpeel.com and that's where you go and you can throw me a tip if you want and I'm going to release my stuff to you well, directly and I don't that, go through a streaming platform he you know? still has to figure out a way to be profitable he can't just make it and just but he could figure out a way to like rely on have people pay him people. directly right. without having to have Netflix <laughs> pay him out of Netflix's subscriber revenue after Netflix takes its share for doing what exactly other than because it's like, because if the deal is Netflix, like, hey, we have the eyeballs, you have the content, let's marry these together and put right. your content in front of our eyeballs. He'll I be think, like, I've got eyeballs already. Like, I've got some people watching me already. Yeah. I don't need you, right? I don't know how realistic it would be. I mean, we're, I already feel like we're getting too many platforms. <laughs> yeah, if you had to follow individual artists and stuff. Follow individual artists and their own I streaming. Just end up following nobody. Like, their own streaming channel, not channel like in the sense that we know it, but like their own way of getting their stuff you have to, to you. Have some kind That'd be of, a hard universe to navigate. Some kind of a but then some the cycle will continue. Someone will be like, hey, our service bundles all of these like independent creators together we got for you. And yeah, and it's like Sin- we're gonna have this Sin- constellation whatever. of service providers that are like Well you already see that. Like yeah. some some, you know, networks are um like, you know, Netflix signed a deal with Ryan Johnson. So it's like they hide they Right. So they can say, like, if you want Ryan Johnson stuff, you got to keep your Netflix going because that's the only place you're going to see it. Yeah. Knives Out series. Um, And the, the, uh, I guess it's never going to happen, Star Wars trilogy. (laughs) Right. Or like even even, uh, the guys who created the Game of Thrones who were supposed to do Star Wars and then they got pulled into Netflix and and then... But then then they're not doing anything. I have no idea, like, what they're even doing. I do think that, I do think that we are reaching, uh, it is... On the one hand, you do get higher quality. There's the, the quality of a lot of this stuff is higher than what it used to be on net, regular network television. <coughs> yeah. But because there's so much content, a lot of it is pretty much crap. Well, what's hard to I've heard people talking with Netflix especially is that it's like people are upset and up and like sick of a show that might have a great first season and then it gets renewed for a second season and then Netflix just like drops it like just when it gets going. So like people are really hesitant to like invest in a new show when it's like, well, it's just going to get canceled. Like what, what shows have legs anymore? There's very few shows that make it a full five or six season run anymore. Right. Part of that's, you could again, COVID, like if a show started in 2015, 16, 17, yeah, many shows didn't survive COVID and all of that disruption. And that's why they got canceled in 2020 because they were, in their very delicate third season development got interrupted by COVID and like just never recovered. There is a, there is a degree in which I think that we are. So two things, number one, I, I will say like to me and my evaluation of like streaming services, Netflix is quickly becoming kind of like the dollar store. Of, <laughs> yeah. Streaming. It's I, like, yeah. Oh, you know, like I keep the subscription, but most of it's dollar store crap. But every once in a while, you'll find something at the dollar store that's way better than <laughs> Which is dollar. ironic because Netflix is the most expensive one by far. It's like 15-something. At least we have the one that's like two screens or whatever. Or two, yeah, two screens at once or whatever. And it's like 15 bucks. And like Disney Plus is eight. HBO Max, we piggyback on someone else. Hulu, we piggyback on someone. But they also... Well, that's pay. all Disney. That's true. 
Yeah, so I guess if you add up all the Disney together, they're I mean, getting... Hulu can be bundled with HBO. Hulu is Disney. HBO is not Disney, but it's bundled with, can be bundled with right. Hulu and Disney Plus and ESPN, which is right. all Disney. Um, but what, oh, HBO is its own thing? HBO is, to the best of my knowledge, is still its own company. But they like, but are a joint venture and they this, can be like, bundled bundling. with other yeah. services. But, but I wonder think, if like, is HBO going to get bought by somebody? Like, is Disney going to gobble them up too? <laughs> I think that I think that, you know if if you if you sat me down and said, okay, you got to you can only yeah. keep one bun, one streaming service. Which one would you keep? Yeah. <coughs> I don't. It'd be tough. It'd probably be. It would be tough because I would say Disney Plus just because I wouldn't want to give up Star Wars, but. Yeah, I, that's the too. only thing I watch on Disney Plus. Like, yeah, that's true. Ninety percent of what's on Disney Plus, I couldn't care less about. Like, it's not my, it's not in my wheelhouse at all. Yeah. M- some of the Marvel stuff, Star Wars. That's but, like, it. you're not gonna watch like Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea or the Swiss Family Robinson or, or those the old, next like, cringy or yeah, teeny bopper stuff. show or yeah, the High School Musical the. The movie, the play, or High School Musical, the play, the movie, right? I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know. All of a sudden, then, but then, like, they'll all of a sudden get lightning a bottle and they get Hamilton, which is well, they just to do with Disney. No, but, they just like managed to get that. Like, right. they were the ones who won the the bidding war to get right yeah. to get it, and then that right. would make it appealing. But like, yeah, I feel like in terms of like overall consistent quality of content, HBO is the gold standard. Yeah, like if it was just me, I would pick <coughs> HBO. But like, if I had to pick, what's the best for the family overall? Honestly, like YouTube. <laughs> I would do YouTube Red just to avoid the ads, right? Or YouTube, right. the whatever it is, like I the premium YouTube, YouTube. Premium. Yeah, I would do that just to avoid the stupid ads all the time. But, um, and honestly, the ability to like you can put a YouTube video on and then like turn your phone off and like yeah. walk around with it and just oh, listen. Yeah. I would go for that. Like that was because I think at some point I got my phone and somehow like I had. Like they gave me like a month or two or three or something free and I didn't I don't know why but like when it went away I was like hey <laughs> I didn't even realize like when it goes, how when nice it, goes, it was when the ads come back yeah. it sounds like someone's vomiting I think I like I think <laughs> I posted a video to like share with family or something and like when you post your first video on YouTube you like get a like they go great congratulations on being a creator like here's three months of or here's like a month of premium I think that's what happened is like as soon as I posted one to share some like family thing with family I think that's what triggered it and then it went away and I was like hey <laughs> what happened to this like I used to be able to turn off my phone I could like push stop on the phone and like go to like if I get a text I can like still have the video playing while I'm like responding yeah. to it. like all that stuff went away and I was like hey but so like I mean the kids like YouTube the most that's what they spend their time watching um and you know I guess Amazon Prime we already have that and that has Spongebob which they like but like I Otherwise, Prime, Amazon, there's like so. barely anything. Other than the, uh, other than, um, the Expanse. Which is all, like, I don't watch it's now dead as far as Amazon like, at all. I'll probably rewatch that someday. I'll, but re- like, I'll get, I'll, I'll, I'll well, Lord of the Rings is going to be Rings on there. A, yeah. a chance. Yep. But I don't know if I'll watch all that. If I have any reason to, I mean, I don't yeah. know. I mean, no the answer to the question, though, is, like, well, I'll just, which depends on the month, right? I'll just, like, if I can only have one at a time, I'll switch around. Right. Like, I'll keep Andor for September, October, and November, but... Which, by the way, <laughs> everything I'm hearing about Andor... Yeah. 
makes me think that this could in fact be the best thing that comes out. I saw that quote or something where it's like, it's like, I don't think we're going to see a lightsaber. I don't think we're going to see any legacy characters that are a tier. We're only going to see like, you know, Mon Mothma and like, but like it is like grounded gritty. It is like Jason Bourne. And that like they had no volume. There was no volume, which I think the volume is promising, but it's just not quite there yet. It's this you just like, they, you saw it in Kenobi. Yeah, like Kenobi part of that showed was the, the flaws. Was the COVID. Right. But Kenobi like showed like the downsides of the of the volume. Right. But like this show is like Tony Gilmore is like, yep, we're old school. We're <coughs> like it's you know, we didn't use that. We used real sets, real locations. And I'm like, yes. And it's like there's like it's grounded, gritty, dark. Uh, from what I've heard, it's actually it's like a English so spy different thriller. from anything else that they put out. Yeah, for Star Wars, didn't they say like that? It's gonna be super divisive. Yeah, they like said like fans are gonna be like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, the, like the ones who are like, which I don't know. Yeah, that's really fun to say. Like as far as like drumming, drumming up uh, excitement for it, is it's like they're like half the Star Wars fans are gonna hate it, right? And it's like, right. is that like I, which from what half? I've heard, like which half? Right? <laughs> from what I've heard, like. And what they've described and the things I've heard, because I guess some people have seen some of it and reviewed Yeah, it. I think the first three episodes, that's why they're that doing three at once, because like, it's like it a movie. It sounds like what I was always hoping they yeah. would do, which is like, it's Star Wars, but it's really good, high quality, yeah. thought-provoking, right. Game of if, Thrones Yeah, style. if it's like the intriguing court, like a court drama, or like, what is it, the palace intrigue, spy thriller, like, maneuvering, yeah. like... That you can tell from the trailer, the one guy, the scars guard guy, like he's, like he got a double persona. Like it's kind of like in Hunger Games, right? He's like he's this guy who like has this extravagant, flamboyant, like imperial senator, like like right. like a Caesar's Palace kind of like vibe. But then he like he's like a secret rebel leader guy too, without the flowy robes and this and that. And I'm like, yes, like that's cool. And like if if they can and like they have friggin' AK forty sevens, like not even dressed up, like they're literal AK forty sevens. Sell us a. If they can, if they can tell, <coughs> like what is essentially just a really, really good political intrigue story, yeah, and just set it in Star Wars, then home run. And apparently, the first, they're releasing the first three at once because it's essentially a movie. Like it's in, a, it's a coherent story arc, and that's why like they're kicking off the twelve episode show with a part one three episode arc that's like a encapsulated thing to like really first get you in yeah because if it's like honestly if it's like even if it's three 30 minute episodes that's a short movie if it's three 40 minute episodes that's a short movie an hour and 20 if it's three 45 minute episodes 40 minute episodes would be 120 minutes that's two hours yeah that's a decent movie right so like if that's what it is (coughs) we should like plan a like watch party on that Wednesday night for that movie like for that show like watch all three it'd be a long night but it'd be cool luck with that <laughs> I mean I'd, I'd be up for it but yeah well I'm gonna be so I'm gonna be watching it that night <laughs> oh 100% I'd like to watch it not alone but like <laughs> oh I'll, I'll watch it yeah I should just plan it I mean I'm here. assuming uh, you know the only thing for me is work and Bad Batch is B tier for me yeah like it is secondary um, like I'll watch it. I think, I'll watch I think, it on like Thursday or Friday after I watch Andor on Wednesday. Right? Like, I would. I would. I wouldn't mind covering both though. Like doing episodes once a week. 
covering both shows. Right. But then there's also Lord of the Rings at the same time, which I'll just watch and just have to... That won't be, like, public or anything. That's going to be... They're going to drop that all at once, right? That's... Oh, I don't know, actually. Amazon, I think, drops their shows all at once. On September 2nd or whatever. First or second. At least that's my... I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure, don't they? I don't know. I don't remember. I thought, like, Expanse was done... In the last season of Expanse oh, yeah, was done right. in a couple of... Yeah. I would imagine that Amazon is doing it not at once. HBO keep people strung along. Draw them all. No. <coughs> but it's... But that's, again, with the numbers, like... Are people not... Are people dropping their HBO subscription or not... How, how can they attribute... If there's, like, slow subscriber growth than they expected... How do they attribute that to the their perceived poor performance of a particular show on the platform, right? Or like, well, or I mean, if people leave, people if people it. leave, yeah, I guess they can do that. But like, but again, if not a lot of people watch it, but no one's dropping their subscription, then HBO's like, hey, whatever. Like, but they're still gonna they're still gonna look at okay, what what on the platform is performing the strongest, right? And that's where to like put their money. That's where their to like gonna development. Go. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, I'm sure they've got it all figured out. Like, they probably have like we need we need this top tier to make right. this much, and then these other ones, they don't have to perform as well because the top ones are going to subsidize. They, they yeah. supplement the, right. and it keeps people like. But eventually, like if if you if we have nothing great to offer, people are going to be like, I don't even want this subscription anymore. Eventually, it'll be like people will will drop. Like, if HBO no longer pro- drops premier level, like, right. it's premium content. It always has been, like, prestige level. Right. And, like... Going way back to... And if that starts going away, like, there's no new Sopranos, no new Game of Thrones, like, these flagship shows. If they can't pull off another... Like, maybe they were hoping Westworld, but, like, what else do they got? Like, maybe Euphoria, but that's a niche one too, and that's not widely appealing because it's depressing. What is their next Sopranos? Yeah, I don't know. Like, they're probably wondering that too. They're like I mean, right desperately, now, they probably is, desperately what want is that. The Sopranos of streaming right now. <laughs> like Breaking Bad had its moments, but that was that was on FX, that was, right? That was, that was pre-streaming, and that wasn't. That was on AMC. AMC, yeah. So it wasn't even like TVM, or it wasn't like it wasn't like Game of Thrones level gratuitous nudity and violence and sex. It was like. Still broadcast television standards, right? Like, I mean, that was that was. But that was pre-streaming. That was like. That was pre-streaming. You had to have was, AMC that cable. Was, that was. That. Well outside the parameters of, network television in terms of content and, quality and, material, yeah. like subject matter, like right, like that's way like there's nothing. But that's like AMC that. for you because The Walking Dead's the same way on AMC where it's like it's pushing like it's very violent for what it was but it also comes on at like 10 o'clock at night with a warning and like right. it's it is what HBO used to be like in the 80s right HBO used to be like oh man well now I mean I feel like there's definitely a, it's 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 very hard to to discern like it's kind of similar like it's kind of like it's like Netflix specifically right it was like the it burst onto the scene and then everybody they they started the race to they started but they the weren't making their wars. own stuff 
Yeah. But they started the streaming wars, right? Like everybody, that before Netflix. Netflix streaming, not the DVD right. series. Yeah. Netflix streaming that that started the streaming wars. Right. Everybody else. Once it was a proven wake. concept of and like now, yeah. like now Netflix is struggling to maintain their status, and everybody's. I feel like there's a lot of times there's these these. You have this first. You have the pioneer, then you have all the copycats. Yeah. But then you have cold hard reality. And some of the copycats are better or like do better things than the old. Right. Originator. But there's also a, a saturation point. Yeah. Where it's like. I mean, pretty soon. Because people are saying, like, I used to have cable for $170 a month, and now I've got five subscriptions, and it adds up almost to that, and it's exhausting. Yeah, Aunt Irma has a streaming channel. Like, every fucking person in the world's got a streaming platform. Yeah. Like, I mean, every time you turn around, like... There's a new... Like, now, every network television station yeah. has a streaming platform. Yep. yep. Every movie studio has a streaming platform. Every... <laughs> everybody's got a streaming platform. Yeah. How many apps do I need? Yeah. And it's like, it's at what point does it become ridiculous? Like, like, like there's only and like so many most humans people, with so many eyeballs. And most people only have like <coughs> a few hours at night <coughs> to like sit down and watch something. And like, it was a simpler time when it was like, you have three channels and you turn on the TV at eight o'clock and it's Dallas and that's what you're watching. Right. And if you missed it on Friday night, sorry, don't miss it next time. Right. Like that was a simplicity to like, Here's what you get to watch, Miami Vice, like it or not, you know. <laughs> and well, the question becomes: I don't like, know what I would rather have. Like, though. how many people? Like, it's like, if you have that many streaming platforms, mm -hmm. and then each platform has like hundreds of things to watch. Only, only like a few million at most are gonna watch the top stuff. Like, you're only gonna, you know, like I think like Walking Dead, like at its peak, had like 16 million viewers or something, which is really small in the scope of things. Right. Compared to like when everyone's watching, only, when Sopranos is the only thing on Sunday night you can watch in 2006 or whatever, five, right. like that's like tens and tens of millions of people watching because, right, or like Dallas was a good example. Like everybody was watching Dallas because that's all there was to watch. <laughs> or like, but Miami Vice, like that was like 80 million people were watching Miami Vice, right? Because there was nothing else now, to watch. It feels like. And nothing I mean, else could ever get 80 million people to watch it, it these days. Right. Well, I, I think I think that what I mean I I've I've frequently wondered like how do you so, like in, when it, when there was just cable, and there were so many channels, and mm -hmm. I was like, is there really enough people watching Animal Planet? Yeah. This channel <laughs> to s sustain. Yeah, because people would pay for cable to watch sports. <laughs> So they're by effect, like their payment every month for $130 just to be able to watch ESPN paid, paid for Animal Planet that they never watch, right? Well, I, I like don't know. Made I mean, it I, so I'm that sure that these, everybody's, you know, like nobody's out, none of these things are being put out by a nonprofit with the exception of public television. Everything's yeah. got to be profitable. Mm -hmm. So somehow something's somehow it's profitable to somebody yeah to keep being out there but and, i don't know and like, there's, all, there's the, all different kinds of people like you but know, is I, it proven that these streaming services are profitable yet <laughs> or is the model still so young that like they're like we have to do it but we don't know how to make it profitable yet well that's what i'm saying like, that's where yeah. i think like i think there it could be that there's going to be a streaming bubble yeah that, that netflix started yeah 
that now and everybody was racing to yeah. follow them without really paying attention to like yeah. oh wait is this even what are the fun those fundamental economics of this thing is it even going right. to work but which which is why i'm saying like yeah. like the difference between netflix and something like like apple apple's like if they lost Apple TV Plus, they would still be an awesome computer manufacturer. I mean, right? If they if they yeah. canceled Apple TV Plus tomorrow, they'd probably still have a record quarter next yeah. quarter. Like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> especially if it's hemorrhaging cash, like they would stemmy the bleeding, right? If it's like if they're losing money on this subscription service, but they're like, well, we got to claim our land, like we got to make a land claim in this, this space. Well, what's but it's what's... like it's a lost leader or whatever. They they just like pull it back. And it's like, oh, now we got more cash that we didn't used to have because we were funding it all. But into they've this. they've they managed to have the first best picture. Yeah. Awarded to a streaming film. For the and, one about the deaf people. Yeah. Yep. And then the, and then separate was not the best picture, but whatever. Right. And then they have the probably the one of the most popular streaming shows. Ted Lasso. Yeah. Is probably mm-hmm. <coughs> one of the most well known streaming shows. But again, shows. did they like go we want to make a show about a guy who, like, did they, like, come up with that and develop it? Or did they just go, hey, that, should look, that looks promising, and we won the bid to get that show on our platform? Or was it, like, like you know what I mean? Like, could Ted Lasso have shown up anywhere else, but Apple just managed to bag him? Or was it, like, Ted Lasso never would have came to be if Apple hadn't, like, cultivated it, and they get the return? I mean, my right? guess right? Is like, I don't know how these things work. Like, is it just, like... Create, you have these... The studio that makes it, or the people that make it. It's just like people who trying? are out there, like they've got a movie idea and they pitch yeah. it, and then they hope somebody takes right. it. And sometimes it's a bidding war where every <laughs> studio wants it, and other times, like other times, the creator, like I really want Apple to take it, and I don't want to have to go to Netflix <laughs> for this because, like, there's probably a prestige there too, where it's like you want to be able to say my show's on Apple Plus versus like oh it's only on Netflix, right? Like, Honestly, there might be like some of now that. that I think about it, like Apple TV Plus has had some of the better. I mean, they had Ted Lasso. Severance. Um, I really liked the one show that they had on there. This, 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 the, the therapist next door or something, but with Will Ferrell and oh yeah, uh, Paul Rudd. Um, they've put out some good stuff, but I think all platforms, right? Like they, they have those like, you know, I mean, in some ways, you know, it's like you, you still. I mean, in some ways, it's like you don't know what you're next hit's going to be you put yeah. it out and you don't know what's going to happen but at the end of the day people you know vote with their eyeballs and if you get enough winners mm-hmm. then you're in a stronger position to continue to put out that kind of content but I guess like part of it too is like there's eyeballs but they don't know the quality of those eyeballs right where it's like if you watch it like if somebody watches the premiere of something and then they can see the viewership drop off as they're releasing episodes and like everyone stops watching a show. But there's also this like dark side of it where everyone watches a show because it has great promise. And then as people start to sour on it, people still watch it to like see how bad it's gotten. Right. Like, you know, you'd have like a false signal in there where it's like viewership isn't dropping off, but like the chatter on the internet is like, like everybody could watch a show and hate it. Nobody could watch a show because they hate it, or everybody could watch a show because they love it, or 
a few people watch it and love it, but it's just not well known enough. And if more people watch it, they will love it. Those are like the four options <laughs> for a show, right? And like viewership alone is not a good enough gauge. You need like a directionality to it where it's like, what is the sentiment of the viewers, right? And they used to do like focus groups and like they would call people at night and be like, hey, did you watch Dallas? What do you think of it, right? Like, it would, like, and ironically, this day and age, like, and they got rid of like the thumbs up and stuff. Like, it, you, they don't have like a feedback mechanism anymore because... You think, do you think that they now know less or more? About what you think about it? About anything. Probably, I mean, I don't know, like, because I wonder about the distortion of, like, if, if, like, the commentariat class, right, the, like, reaction class, like, the YouTube reaction channels and the YouTube analysis channels, if those metrics are indicative, like, yeah, I just don't know, like, I guess they know more than they used to. Like, if it was cumbersome to, like, call a thousand households. I think they absolutely do know more. About whether you like it or not. About everything. Yeah. Including not just how many eyeballs or it's not even really. They, they know like it's like, like the they TV's know if you bail. Yeah. And it's streaming this. We don't even know. You could be but they know, having like having sex while it's on. <laughs> I don't know. But they know like but, if you bailed on it like halfway. They know like when you stopped watching it. Like because YouTube knows that. Like, like people that make YouTube yep. videos know like oh like I know all of thing? yeah they know all that so like I'm, I'm sure they know like and they could probably tell like oh this person keeps rewatching it or whatever like they they, can they do that. literally track how many but do minutes. they like do they have to like infer from that like whether that means they actually like it or not because again like somebody could rewatch something because they watched it they hated it so much that they had to rewatch it to make a hate video online about it right or somebody rewatched it because they loved it but uh, to the data it's two rewatches. Right. Oh, like, oh, wow, two people well, really like this. Well, I think over, the, over right? the long haul, and because they have so many other outlets to to gauge yeah. what the buzz is. Like, is it buzz because everybody loves it? Yeah. Is it buzz because it's just controversial? But again, if it's <coughs> if people keep paying for the service because, like Disney, like everyone's hating on every Star Wars show that comes out, and, and they keep, but they keep their subscription, Disney's kind of like... Hey, whatever. Well, I <laughs> You're still paying that, it for a subscription. I don't care. I think that Disney <laughs> knows, I think, personally. We dare you to cancel, right? <laughs> well, I think that, I think that the, I think Disney, and this is probably why Lucasfilm comes across as arrogant sometimes. I think Disney actually knows that that's not as big of a population or voice as we think it is. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't the, think that. The Star Wars haters I don't think that very the vocal, but the very vocal yeah. community online right. that thinks Star Disney is right. destroying Star Wars. It's, I mean, if Disney was actually destroying Star Wars, then we would know, and you would see. Well, how would you measure that? Though would it be just a creative, like a subjective it view, People or is stop it like watching it? They're like, there's a Star Wars show, nobody's watching it, right. nobody gives a shit anymore, right? Which is far from true. Right. Like, so the fact that, like, 5% of the people who watch the Star Wars shows are all going online and going, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> I mean, to Disney, it's like, I mean, I've heard that people at Disney and Lucasfilm have basically said, like, that means nothing to us. <laughs> Which is the screeching 5% the people who are right. doing that, but the re- let's deal with reality. Like,